Hey guys, this is Christopher Sean, aka Kazuriziono, and you are listening to Radio Dakar. Broadcasting across the galaxy, you're listening to Radio Dakar, a Star Wars podcast dedicated to Resistance, The Mandalorian, and more. Alright, hello everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Radio Dakar. I'm your host, Doug Brooks, and this is a non-spoiler review episode for Star Wars Myths and Fables, written by George Mann, and with illustrations by Grant Griffin. I have been looking forward to this book, and it won't take long to review it, because it's, um, it's very much a short story deal, but it's one I think everybody should have on their coffee table or on their bookshelf, because it is so much fun, and something that gets to the root, to the core of what Star Wars is about. For those of you who don't know, and again, it's not a spoiler, so I'm not going to give away any of the the fun of each story, but it is myths and fables, like the title says, told from inside the Star Wars universe. So these would be ones that Ray heard as a kid, or Ben, or Leia, you know, these are ones that are told to kids in that galaxy far, far away at bedtime. And it when it was announced, I thought, oh, this is going to be a great concept. Um, and when it came, I was just so thrilled to read it. And I read it in a matter of hours. It's, it's relatively quick. Again, it's short stories. Um, I mean, something you could read to your, to your kindergartner and they would, they would understand it. Um, so it's very kid friendly. Uh, again, it's very short. There's several stories within it, all written by George Mann. And it's just a lot of fun. Uh, it's, in some ways, like The Legends of Luke Skywalker by uh, Ken Liu, which came out uh, in advance of The Last Jedi, where people in the galaxy were telling legendary stories about Luke Skywalker, uh, which is kind of expanded upon in The Last Jedi when he talked about how he became a legend. But this is similar to that. So it's not exactly canon, but you can extrapolate. You know, yes, these stories probably took place, but the details are the way that myths and folklore are handed down orally uh, through the generations. And I'll get to that at the end, because I want to talk about things that influenced George Lucas to make the original trilogy and what the influence is there. And it's kept building and building to the point where we have this book, and it is awesome. Uh, so I'll just do a brief comment on each story without giving anything away, because, like, like I say, the fun is in reading this. And again, the art by Grant in this book, uh, there's at least one picture per story. So it's just like, you know, Grimm's fairy tales or, you know, all the Aesop's fables and, you know, uh, Arabian Nights, all those storytell telling books that we read as kids or had read to us. It's like this and it is so cool. Um, so yeah, just a quick, uh, brief on each story without giving anything away. Um, the Knight and the dragon, uh, it takes place on Tatooine. Um, there's 
you understand there's a familiar face in it and you, you know what, where the story's going. Um, but it, it's, it's very fun. Um, give sympathy to certain characters that we've seen already, the group of characters. Um, again, I don't want to give away too much. Uh, so I'll just, you know, give a brief. I will say there's no story that I didn't like. They're all fun for their own reason. So it, it's definitely worth it to read just all the way through. And again, you can do it in a matter of hours. Um, there is an audiobook available. Uh, I've noticed, but by, uh, I'm sure it's great. And you know me, I love audiobooks. That's usually how I digest my Star Wars literature at this point. But this book needs to be held in your hand and kept on your shelf or on your coffee table. Um, because it, it literally feels like something in that universe. Uh, so we've got The Knight and the Dragon to start off. Uh, the Droid with a Heart. Uh, this one is amazing. Uh, it, I will say it takes place during the Clone Wars. And uh, the title... It's not what you think. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, that's a really good one. Uh, Vengeful Waves doesn't involve any characters we know, but it's takes pl place on um, Glenn's Elm, which is where Beckett is from in Solo, and also the homeworld of Kit Fisto, uh, the Nautilans. So it's about his species and another species on that planet. So it's... Um, you know, this one's a cautionary tale. Um, you know, some are just like tales of heroics and doing deeds. Um, some of the, you know, some of them try to teach a lesson. Uh, this one's, like I said, a cautionary tale, uh, but it involves all the people of the world, not just a particular character that we may have encountered before. Uh, the Wanderer. Uh, it involves a character who we know to be a Jedi. Um, but it's the world it takes place on we haven't seen that I know of. And there's uh, just, you know, it is another tale of heroics that was good, but it ties into a later story in the book. So more than one story takes place on the same planet. So you do get a little repetition, but it helps to um, tie everything together. So that was The Wanderer. Uh, the Black Spire. Now, I should say, this is this book was released along with The Crash of Fate and the Black Spire novel in, you know, to promote Galaxy's Edge. So this and another story take place on Batuu at Black Spire Outpost. So it's to help build that, that world that some have visited. Hopefully uh, some of you will visit soon. Um, so The Black Spire... Uh, it, it, it's a really uh, deep and good story. Uh, it's about this family that lives on Batu and um, about becoming a hero and um, getting into adventures. You find out more about the, the seedy happenings on Batu. Uh, Gaze of Stone is my favorite story of this book. And it takes place on, well, it tells a story about something you would see on Moraband formerly known as Korriban, the Sith homeworld. And it explains, it tries to explain why there's, there was a name change in the canon. So it's, you know, it involves the Sith. I will say it ties in to uh, Dooku Jedi Lost. And one of the things that Link Castano, who is one of my favorite new characters, um, talked about. So it's almost like a story that she would tell. 
um, to Padawans. So Gaze of Stone uh, is awesome. Uh, I love this story. Uh, the Witch and the Wookiee. Uh, it's very much like uh, Hansel and Gretel type of thing. Um, it takes place on a remote moon with it's got pirates and um, you know, it's about treasure and greediness and the lesson there. The, this one was good too. Uh, the Dark Wraith. Um, well, I mean, it was in the preview picture, so it's it's about Darth Vader, and it takes place on the same planet that the Wanderer did. And uh, it's got some lessons in it too. And um, so obviously it takes place in the time that Anakin had become Vader, but they don't know who he is. You know, that's kind of the fun of the stories, even though it's uh, dark, um, you know, it's characters we know, but then to this other civilization that received is even larger than life than we know. Um, so yeah, the dark Wraith ties into wonder. It's good. And the final story is Chasing Ghosts, um, also takes place on Batuu, and it's kind of a story within a story, um, and it, it's a lot of fun, too. Um, but yeah, that's it. And like I say, it's a quick read, but each story has its own merit, has its own fun, um, the lessons or the tales within. You know, Star Wars is a series about heroes, and... Um, and the villains and all that, of course. But I mean, this gets to the heart of that. This book is so awesome. Hold, holding into my hand right now because I had to go through the table of contents to read all the story titles to you. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. And the artwork again ties in, so you can at least get a picture of where you are on each planet. Um, yeah, uh, if you haven't already, go ahead and get this book because it is awesome. And again, it's not deep canon. You know, it's not gonna. You know, influence your viewing of um, you know certain things or whatever, but it, it's just fun stories that we know, you know, kind of where the root is. Um, so, thank you, George Mann, for doing an incredible book. Hopefully, there's more like this because that would be awesome. Uh, all this in-universe stuff. Um, you know, like I say, we had Legends of Luke Skywalker, uh, the Droidography book um, that. Um, Mark Sumerak wrote uh, that I love. Uh, it's kind of like that because it's told from Roger's point of view. Um, there's that, I think it's called Secrets of the Jedi that he's doing that's coming out soon. It's told from Luke's point of view. So it's this in-universe stuff. It's really cool. So yes, uh, myths, myths and Fables, highly recommended. Go ahead and get it. Um, like I say, it's for, you know, you can read it to your kids. Now it does get kind of dark. There's a lot of peril for kids and the children in the books. But I mean, think about it, you know, so were the fairy tales we grew up on because, you know, in Hansel and Gretel, they were going to be thrown into the oven and all that. So, you know, if you can get past that, um, it, it's great stories for everybody with, you know, lessons to be learned. But that's what Star Wars is because, and I'll talk about it for a few minutes, you know, George Lucas had so many influences when he was making the movies originally and not even getting into films that influenced him like Dan Busters and um, Hidden Fortress and all that. Um, that's for, that's for another day, but you know, the, the books and the, just the belief in myth and the need to pass along the same story over and over through the centuries, but told from a different perspective. That's what became star Wars. Uh, 
the, the biggest one, and I hope everybody reads it at some point, is um, The Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell. Uh, Campbell highly influenced George Lucas. Um, they collaborated on a uh, special called The Power of Myth that um, Campbell did with Bill Moyers on PBS, I think in the 80s. Um, and they put that to print, like transcripts of it, so you can read that as a book too. Yes, go out and get... Hero with a Thousand Faces and The Power of Myth by Joseph Campbell. They are necessary reading if uh, you love the myth of Star Wars and the power of myth. You know, literally. Um, and if you ever saw it, uh, George also did an interview with Bill Moyers post episode one, um, where he talked, he expanded upon that. Uh, I think Campbell had passed away at that point. So, I mean, they were big influences on him and. You know, it, without getting too much into it, it talks about how the story of the hero, you know, has the same basic concepts to it, regardless of what culture you're in or how it was told. But it gets the point across of the hero's journey. And, um, you know, when they lose... Uh, their mentor, when they gain a talisman of power, when they, you know, start get out on their own, there, there's steps that all heroes have to take. And George kept going with that with Luke. And then, you know, with, we had it with Anakin and, and Ray. We see it in so many characters in Star Wars, uh, but that's where it started. Um, so that's why it's so necessary to read those. Um, and, you know, there was a lot that came out because, you know, a whole new generation was getting exposed to Star Wars in 1999. Um, and then George did these interviews where he talked about it. Uh, he also did an interview, I cannot remember, it was either in Premiere Magazine or like Rolling Stone, where he was asked like a bibliography of books that influenced him. And of course, he mentioned uh, Hero with a Thousand Faces. Um, and after I read that article, I went out and bought all the books or ordered them from Amazon. It was actually around back then. Um, but there was uh, The Prince by Machiavelli, which heavily influenced um, how the emperor came to rise. And we saw it. I, I read it like that summer. And then you know, it became even more obvious when episodes two and three came out. Um, so The Prince by Machiavelli, uh, The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich by William Shirer. Um, is the basis for the empire. Um, but then there's also a book called The Golden Bough, B-O-U-G-H, um, by Sir James George Fraser. It uh, delves more into like the folklore and myth um, that for, has formed religions and the way those have been passed down. Um, you know, all religions and not the Eastern ones, uh, you know, like with the Torah and the Jewish faith, which is the Old Testament, and then uh, the, the New Testament, uh, which forms the Holy Bible for the Christian faith. All those, th those stories in the Testaments are, were, you know, parables and fables and myths told throughout the generations until they were finally committed to word, you know, centuries later, and that's what became our modern religious texts. Um, so it, it's always been there, and the Golden Bough, you know, talks about that. But all those things came together, um, to, and George Lucas just put it to cinema and created our modern myth. 
And that's why Myths and Fables is such a great book because it, you know, came from that. And it, it's just a tremendous way to spread the, you know, spread the word within the universe, so to say. Um, but yeah, um, but pl please check out all those books because they they will give you the basis for where we got where we got to with all these movies. I mean, we're, you know, going on 11 movies now. There are more to come. It's all based on things that were told centuries ago, millennia ago, when the, you know, the first spoken word, when they're telling stories and the story stayed the same over the years. Uh, just the circumstances changed and uh, the details. And that's what we have with Star Wars. And that's why it's so enjoyable. But that's my talk on myth. I didn't want to go too long on that. Um, but again, Myths and Fables is an incredible book. Please pick it up. Thank you, George Mann, uh, for writing it. I hope we get more like it. And then, uh, yeah, please check out those books. Um, they will give you a better understanding of where myth comes from uh, and why it's important uh, to any culture. Um, but that's it for my review. Didn't have to be too long. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Um, Again, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Radio Dakar, R-A-D-I-O-D-Q-A-R. Um, all the Radio Dakar episodes, all my reviews of anything, discussions, they're on pretty much any podcast platform you like um, based out of Anchor. That'll get you to um, Google Play, Spotify, Overcast, iTunes. I'm also on SoundCloud. Uh, but thank you for listening. And... Until the next episode, may the force be with you.